This is Fresh Air. I'm Terry Gross. David Green's new book begins with a number of provocative questions. Does time have a beginning? What does it mean for space to be empty? Can we manipulate space and time? What is reality? Green is a physicist who has become well-known for his ability to clearly explain some of the most challenging concepts of physics. He's also famous within his field for his discoveries in superstring theory. His book about string theory, The Elegant Universe, became a bestseller. His new book, already a bestseller, is called The Fabric of the Cosmos, Space, Time, and the Texture of Reality. It explains how modern science is revising our picture of reality, offering new theories about the world that exists beyond what we can perceive with our senses. You start the first chapter of your book not by quoting Einstein or Newton, but by quoting Camus. <laughs> and you quote something he says at the beginning of the myth of Sisyphus, which is, there is but one truly philosophical problem, and that is suicide. Why did you start your book on space and time and string theory with that quote about suicide? Well, that particular quote I read when I was a teenager, and it really had a big influence on me because it very clearly and very stark language lays out what the most important question that we can ask ourselves is. And that's the question, is life worth living? Should we carry on on this journey that we have been set upon? And in the years since reading that quote, it has really kind of framed the work that I've done because I've always felt that you can't answer that question, that key question, if you don't know what the context within which life takes place actually is. That is, if you don't know what the universe is, you don't really know what life is and you don't know what is valuable in life. So. I, for many years, have been trying to figure out with many colleagues around the world, you know, how the universe came to be, how it takes the form that we witness on a dark, starry night, and that way just trying to get as clear a picture of the framework within which life takes place. Now, what I love about your book, which I also find very unbalancing, is that your writing makes me disbelieve my senses. Because as you mm. say, the reality we observe may have little to do with the reality that's out there. Um, so you're you're dealing with things that are way beyond our senses, in part because they're they're so micro, micro, microscopically small. Yeah, I mean that's really what science has been doing for the last fifty or hundred years. I mean there was a time, if you go back to the time of Newton, when the key questions had to do with the things that you do see in everyday life. You know, Newton apocryphally was looking at you know apples falling from trees or the motion of the moon around the Earth, things that you could see with your eyes. But basically, the success.